You want a footy podcast with expert opinion. Beat Freo there last year for whatever that holds. Yeah, it's the least relevant game of 2016. <laughs> with sizzling hot takes. There are bigger cop teas to their fans than late 1990s Pamela Anderson. And unique analysis. What was it? What was the quote, mate? I don't know. I was pissed. <laughs> you want the Greenfield Post Footy Podcast. Yeah! Another great round of footy has been run and won. You are on the Greenfield Post Footy Podcast with Rabs Warren. Today we're going to tick off uh, well, players of the week as usual. Weekend in review, Collingwood Adelaide, St Kilda Melbourne Bulldogs, Hawthorne and game outside the eight. We've got to touch on that. Rudy's rant is back as always. Nick Rewalt has uh, joined the Cavalcade of Stars to retire this year. Danger should be rubbed out. We'll have a chat about that. And then give me something. As always, I'm joined by Rudy Edsel. G'day, Roots. G'day, guys. Oh, geez, he's up and about. I'm just, uh, I've had a big weekend, so I'm trying to stave off falling asleep while <laughs> keeping myself yeah, up he, and about. He had a smile on his face. He I've did. never seen that I've before. I've never seen that before as well. <laughs> we should, we, this, this should be a, a I'm video. still drunk from the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that and, would that, and that exuberant, youthful voice you hear is, of course, Ethan Meldrum. Another loss for the D's. How are you going, mate? Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for bringing that up. I'm neither here nor there. <laughs> yes, draws are just so weird anyway. It's we'll, a weird feeling. It is a yeah. weird feeling. We will get into that. Uh, players of the week. Ethan, uh, I'll give you the new ball this week. Uh, I just because I know you didn't, you've didn't. only just picked them. <laughs> <laughs> Literally 30 seconds before you went on air. Um, honorable mention, uh, my second place was Kale Hook. I had a great game for the Western Bulldogs oh. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my pl- Is he playing on in the goal square <laughs> and my, fucking it up? My player of the week was Nat Fife. Oh. Because he he's back blast to, from the past, yeah, blast from the past. He's back Who to his never best. heard that name, <laughs> Nathaniel Five. Okay, Nathaniel Five. That that sternum injury must have really played on him because since he's had that rest, he's been back to his best. He had against GWS against their really good midfield. He had thirty-one disposals, nineteen contested possessions, five contested marks. Yeah. Like, like he's back slamming through packs like he was when he won the Brownlow, when he stormed home in the Brownlow. They do have a good midfield GWS, but they're they're not defensive at all. No. So, mm. Fife and um, uh, no, they've, Neil they've have been, days they've, out. Been, they've been shit for three months, GWS. Mm. But, yeah, Fife was incredible. Kicked two goals as well, so hitting the scoreboard like he was. Oh, he just signed that contract too, so maybe that's a bit of a weight off his shoulders. Maybe. But, yeah, it looked like he was playing injured early in the year, and now he's fit and firing. Mm. He was very good. What about you, Roots? My player of the week, uh, Jason Johannesson. Actually. Oh, yeah. The old swing man. Yeah, well, he's had, you know, he's copped a lot of heat this uh, season because he can't break a tag. Fair enough. But uh, he's not the only one. No. Nah, Sloan. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I thought he was really good, sort of busted the game open uh, yesterday mm. against the dogs. And that, that sort of a frenetic, fast moving game. So it really suited him. Um, he got off the chain. He kicked four. He had took four marks inside 50. So he's playing pretty much exclusively as a forward. Um, and yeah, I just thought he was. A real live wire. He looked, you know, like the the Jason Johannesson that won the uh, the Norm Smith last year. I didn't think he was the best player in the game. That's probably, um, or even the most influential. That's probably Marcus Bontempelli. Mm. But uh, JJ, I thought, was the deserves to be player of the week. Kick pretty straight as well. But yeah. weird that Essendon didn't put any body on him. Yeah, that's the biggest. He doesn't like point. physical mm. contact. Just hit him. Yeah, uh, and it's. I mean, everyone knows that. Wow. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, jo- Johannesson yeah. and Sloan, They're the two players that have to be tagged every single week, despite team structures and whatever, just have to be tagged because mm. it's just, it's so valuable to keep them out of the game. Greenwood did it yesterday and almost, you know, mm. got them over how, the line. How good was that game to watch though? The bulldogs Eston game. Yeah. Oh, it man. was looked beautiful, mm. didn't it? Just looked like a final and they were quick. So quick. Skillful. Yeah. So skillful. And they were playing, um, they weren't, aside. they weren't playing, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't playing one-on-one stuff. It was all, um, you know, uh, you know, 
kicking to non-contests and it was just... It, just it was like an NBA great. All-Star game. It's like... <laughs> yeah, that's like a, they yeah, had an exactly, agreement yeah. where they're not going to defend yeah. both teams. <laughs> just go out and kick goals. Which we'll, which we'll talk about later, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we will. Uh, my player of the week and uh, probably the recruit um, you know, next to Sean Bergwijn, the best recruit ever, Daniel Wells. <laughs> I thought he was... Uh, yeah, he's had his injuries and um, he was sensational. So with 35 touches, three goals, he set up directly, I reckon, another six goals. He's an absolute freak. He... He was uh, he, just so classy, wasn't he? Some of those handballs, you sort, like, of, you sort of forget because he doesn't play. Yeah, but when he gets on the park, he's as classy as anyone. Yeah, he. I thought he was hands, like hands and feet. Is that even a term? Above everyone else, like he was so he was so clearly the dominant player on the field yesterday. Can you get all six Brownlow votes for that? Oh, well, probably should. This, <laughs> I'm sure this guy will probably get uh, three votes as well. Well, they've taken a mark. The Crows, how long's on the clock, Ruzi? Kelly's 15, got the mark. 12 seconds. 12 seconds. He goes inside 50. A mark Jacobs. and a goal for a draw. Big oh! shot. McGovern. Oh! McGovern. Oh, McGovern's taken a mark. Siren is gone. McGovern will have a shot from 30 directly in front. What a grab. Oh. McGovern. From 35 metres out, directly in front. There's six pies on the mark. He leans back on it. He's kicked it. Incredible game. Incredible wow. finish. Yeah. It is a draw at the MCG. I think R- Rabs is crying. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting here with his head in his hands, looking as despondent as I've ever seen him. I was watching, I was watching that game oh, like man. yesterday. Were you at the game? Yeah, I was at the no. game. Yeah. And, uh, geez, it was a good first half. <laughs> it was so flat after that. 50 points up. I know. The 53 first... points up, mate. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Out. Before the game, uh, the Duck and Wayne Carey said on Triple M that uh, McGovern has agreed to a contract, an $800,000 year contract to go back home to Perth next season. Be fucking handy if he had gone about three o'clock yesterday afternoon back to Perth. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he's, he's a jet. That grab. I reckon whichever <sighs> club's got him there, I, was it West Coast? He didn't, say he didn't say. Yeah, well, whichever club's got him there is probably happy they've done that bit of business before. That's <laughs> another two hundred grand. I know. Probably, <laughs> probably be looking at Frio for that, to be honest. Him, yeah. and, his, him and his brother just have vice-like hands. I don't. Mm. But I like um, not so much Mitch, but my favourite thing about Jeremy McGovern is that he's essentially he's a sausage like a park football player. Yeah. that's just incredibly elite at intercept marking. He's got no <laughs> definition. <laughs> on any part of his body yeah. whatsoever. He's the, just a snag. The, but, the only footballer who looks worse is Sean Darcy, who's 18 years old and has, <laughs> has the nickname Hodor, weighs 111 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> has the nickname Hodor. <laughs> Apparently, um, Jeremy McGovern is an expert at smashing uh, sausage rolls as well. Well, there you go. I've heard. Um, um, real Shane Mumford sort of areas. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I can't really talk from uh, from you know, the neutral perspective, but what was that game like to, to watch yesterday from a neutral perspective? Adelaide Collingwood. Just fun. Because, Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you knew whatever happened, like, it was going to be funny, whether, whether it's... We beat Adelaide. Whether it's Collingwood rinsing Adelaide, which mm. they were, whether they... whether it's Collingwood blowing a 50-point lead, which they did, whether it's Mitch McGovern missing or kicking a goal after the siren, which, you know, he, he kicked. I was... Steve-O reported during the morning that... um. Collingwood were sort of looking at it. I was half expecting to rip his Guernsey off, kick it behind, yeah. and seal the win for Collingwood. Yeah. Well, that would have been handy. <laughs> it's like, the, other, the thing that made it, I think the funniest thing about it to me was, you know, like you sort of watched Adelaide come back and thought well, they kicked seven of eight goals or something in the third yeah. quarter. I was like, oh, they're coming back. Mm. And then it just kept coming and coming. It was like 15 minutes to play and they're within three points. And you go, wow, there's so much time left in this <laughs> game. They could win this by six or seven goals. Yeah. And then Collingwood, like, kick away. 
and they're out to what was it something like twenty one point lead. They're like four, effectively four kicks up. Yeah, and you thought, wow, they can't stuff this up from here. Well, we did. Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> there were so many Adelaide Crows fans at the MCG yesterday, and they celebrated after the final siren like they'd won the game. I, I, I just plucked the draw. They'd, from they'd been nine goals down. Yeah, <laughs> but you're top of the ladder. You've just drawn with a very mediocre side. Um, I wouldn't be celebrating. You know, you're going to have to go to Tullamarine Airport. Your Tiger flight's going to be delayed home. Okay, there's not much to be celebrating there, guys. That's what I thought. <laughs> oh, they dodged the bullet, but didn't they? the only yeah. thing that's, that's getting me through today, because we didn't lose, we didn't win, is the fact that I'm not a St. Kilda supporter. <laughs> Can we talk about that? There's a minute to go. You're up by two goals. That was as badly defended as Richmond in the earlier in the year, those that was two worse. losses yeah. to... That w- that oh, I think the Freo one was worse because it came from centre bounce, and they sort of, um, you know, they 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 had a bit more time to, uh, to set up. You still yeah. drunk? Hey, you still drunk, man? You battling to get? Well, I, I said, I told you already. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, he's, he, he's rambling. You sound sober. No, but the the Richmond one I thought was a bit worse because it came from the centre bounce. They had so much time to, to set up the Freo one in particular. How do, you not, but, how do you not have a man on Robbie Gray? Yeah, that was poor. Well, well, they did. That's the thing. They had Seb Ross and Robbie Gray, and Seb Ross had his eyes on winning the stoppage him. and just completely forgot about Robbie Gray. It was by far the most dangerous player on the ground. Great finish as well. Sensational finish. Oh. How, how about and, and, the, the and, tap from Ryder yeah, as well? Like, and and oh. the, other, the other thing, like you, you, you look at the the wide view of the stoppage before they before they zoom in and they do the throwing, whatever. Like, where were the St Kilda players? Like manning the outside of the stoppage, or you know, they were they were kind of loose and staggered inside fifty. Like, I'm going to slam it out, and you know, it's going to be a mark. But you're giving it, you're giving a Port Adelaide player a run on goal mm. by not having anyone surrounding the stoppage. Yeah, they you have someone. You have someone like the defensive side of Gray there, and mm. and he just runs into him, or he has to kick from sixty five. You, you know, like there was, yeah, it was so much easy, so easy to defend. And uh, I've got a couple of Saints fan mates that have just lost faith with uh, Richo as well. But you know, it's always been bubbling because they've always suspected he can't coach. But to throw that away, they were ten points up with a minute to play. They could miss finals. He, that's how that's how consequential this game. Well, they be. they should miss finals from here. They will miss finals. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I can understand sort of, you know, it's like, yeah, the kids will learn something from that loss, but they would have learned as much from winning. <laughs> mind, yeah. mind, mind you, um, I was, lis- I was listening to Scott Pendlebury on Triple M yesterday and, um, he was watching it on the couch and he said St. Kilda's structures during that last center bounce, they were fine. What happened was they lost it around the ground. That doesn't point to Richo. That points to on-field leadership. Well, they ha- but they missed um, Rui and Montagna. We both weren't out there. So do you reckon they would have given some directional so, sort of... Jaron Geary's paid for. Jaron Geary's their captain. Yeah, but not, there's, not there's a lot of... Yeah, but then you look at their, their, you know, their midfield and back line, it's like it's blokes like Jimmy Webster and yeah, Blake Jack Steele. And yeah, Blake Akers and like sort of younger guys and less experienced guys, mm. guys that are probably never going to be, you know, leaders. Well, you you, you, you you can trust that if Lee Montagna is fit to play that game, he's probably standing on defensive 50, forcing Robbie Gray to kick from 60, which he can't because his groins are fucked. And, you know, yeah. it, it, it ends up spilling out 10 metres in front and some kill to win. The real problem is they kicked 8-13. Like, yeah. How long did they dominate 13. for? How long did they dominate for and just couldn't? Like get it through the big they've, sticks. They've done this all shots. year and they've yeah. just failed to convert over and over. I think, yeah, yeah. They don't deserve to play finals. When you, like when, I you, said. when you crumble... Uh, when you crumble mentally like that against Port Adelaide, you're in some strife. Port Adelaide are normally the team that do the mental crumbling. Mm. Mm. A lot of Richie Vandenberg's about Jaron Geary's captaincy, isn't there? 
Oh, that's a bit, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us a... Anything you want to say about Richie Vandenberg, he gave us, they gave us a great moment in yeah. the line in the sand game. So I'll forever uh, you know, appreciate oh, him for was that. Was it Sean so Wellman? One, one he was Vandenberg. No, um, it was bloody... Uh, uh, what's his name? Aaron, uh, McPhee. Adam oh, yeah, McPhee, Nick, yeah. <laughs> Adam McPhee lying on the ground. Come on, Rich, you can't be doing that. <laughs> uh, we've already mentioned we already mentioned the Bulldogs, but uh, they they looked like the 2016 Bulldogs yesterday, didn't they? How funny would it be if they finished seventh and went back-to-back? Back? <laughs> <laughs> After being tepid, like just putrid all season. Mm. And then it's like, oh, oh hang on, it's, it's August. We've got to turn the, flick the switch they again. They barely got out of a crawl at all this year, and yeah. they might This is five. the second good game they've played. After the GWS game. They've been decimated, particularly in the tall man um, area with injuries yeah, all season. They, they sort of haven't really needed, like this, the game plan doesn't really, they don't really need tall no, man. No, that, that's, yeah. that's the thing. They've finally gone without like, a focal point up forward. Like Travis Cloak was probably their only tall forward. And uh, uh, what's Liam Picken? He's a focal point up forward. He kicked six goals last week. <laughs> okay, a, a, a tall focal point <laughs> yeah. up forward. I yeah. thought Tory Dixon did oh, pretty well. Also. Yeah. I, I quite like him. You know, he's play. 30. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's an old man. Yeah, isn't it? Surely once you get to 30 and you name Tory, you change your name. Like, change it to Tony <laughs> or Terry. something. Tony. Yeah, Terry, Tony. Ter- Terry you can't be 30 years old and name Tory. Is it? <laughs> Real um, Parks and Rec sort of areas is calling Gary yeah, or Jerry. Yeah, or... Yeah. But then like on the flip side, Bernie Vince has had an old man's name his whole life. So it's kind of like a reverse of that, isn't it? So Bernie's just easing his way into... Uh, you know, old age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he, he'll go the other way. He'll, just, he'll start going by Bernard soon. <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> but they look good, the Bulldogs, didn't they? I mean, you've you already mentioned Marcus yeah. Bontepelli. You mentioned JJ. It'd be interesting if they swing JJ forward again um, yeah, in the coming weeks. Well, they sort of have to now. Um, the other thing is, Essen sort of let them play that way. Yeah, that's the thing yeah, I was, yeah. um, was going to point out, is that Essen has really played open footy, and they've allowed sides to play open footy. And, mm. like, it's just what they do. So... The real test for the dogs here is if they can keep this up. They've got Brisbane next week, which is, you know, that'll let them keep up. But um, yeah, the test will come in the weeks to come. And if they can sustain that, they'll threaten finals again. Well, Essendon then dropped out. So, I mean, how do you accept the bad games from um, from Hooker? Does he provide enough good games to be able to accept all the shit he brings? Well, he's a, he's a bloody all-Australian centre-half back, mm. isn't he? Or mm. at least he's an all-Australian defender. It's, why are you trying to... You know, why are you trying to force him to play up forward? There must be some other way like to, to, to sort that out. I guess they want Hurley's rebound no, back there. I guess they want Joe Danaher leading the Coleman. Yeah, well, okay, fine. They've got James Stewart but, who's actually played some really yeah. good footy over the last month. Yeah, he has. Um, maybe it's it's kind of like the Harry Taylor thing where um, it's sort of, you know, it's it's not a good, necessarily, he's not a good forward, but it like, helps their structure. To, to be fair, Hooker has 33 goals this year. Yeah, he kicked kicked five against Port in a in a pretty big win there as Gone well. Gone goalless twice, mm. which is less than the likes of Tom Lynch and those sorts. Mm. It's not bad. Well, it's that, just it's just the just, it's just the brain phase. You just, you just look at the like he's got really hard hands sometimes. Yeah, it's just, it's just the odd moment that suggests he's not been a forward just for three looks or four like, years. Just looks dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, when you get players like that, you just like, yeah, like Braden Maynard. You can't. Like, you know, Braden Maynard's not going to be in Mensa. No. No, but you, you, That's yeah, you look mean. that big, that big sort of loping body and the the hair, the haircut, the hair's yeah, so it? bad. Should yeah, do a Liam Jones and oh. swing him down back. <laughs> yeah, um, so they've dropped out of the eight. West Coast have jumped back in, but a team that is remarkably one win out of the eight, Hawthorne. Like, what the hell? 
Clarko is seriously an absolute genius. He's turned that team around in the space of weeks. Sydney Hawthorne Grand Final again. Let's <laughs> <laughs> lock it in. Imagine that. It's oh. <laughs> We're due, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> they haven't oh, been in many shit. over the last few years, those two teams. Don't you reckon? Hawthorne Sydney? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't think of anything worse. I don't, know, I don't know what their run home's like, but could they, like, seriously, do you, do, you think, do you think they can play finals? Absolutely. Well, they've just beat the form team of. In the comp, haven't they? It almost just doesn't matter. That was a great game of footy too, by the way. Sydney came home with a wet sail. They they got Richmond next week at the G. Oh, that's good. They well, win. They they win that. They're playing. They finals. got North in Tassie Let's do that. the week after. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got Carlton at Eddie Had. They finished the Carlton. Yeah, and then the Bulldogs in round twenty three. That round twenty three Hawthorne Bulldogs. That could be a shootout for the finals. The last final spot. Yeah, shit. <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> you touched on Carlton there. They've been phoning in for the last. Three or four oh, weeks, haven't they? I think the uh, the the edict, don't say the word. I think the edict from uh, Brendan Bolton would be like, let's not worry too much about winning. Mm. <laughs> let's that, just that, get some games into the kids. That word that starts with T and ends with ank. Yeah. Um, but they they say also they're missing um, <laughs> they're missing Paddy Cripps oh, for the rest time. of the season, and yeah, they just they they also not that good. It also doesn't help when um, the thug that is Patrick Dangerfield goes around knocking blokes out deliberately with tackles. What do we think about that? Do you reckon he's going to get weeks? He, I can't see how he can avoid it. Mm. I can't see how he can not get suspended. Yeah. Unless the AFL are completely like obvious and transparent in in um, you know like protecting their Brownlow Medal favourite. Letter of the law: Dangerfield gets two down to one. Has to. Absolutely, absolutely has to. It's it's careless conduct. It's medium impact and high because it's to the head and it's yeah it, concussed it's Matthew Cruiser. There's no way to get around it. They themselves have set the precedent that they have to follow. Mm. It doesn't matter if it's if it's their golden child. They have to follow the precedent. And can you imagine social media if he just cops a fine? You know, you literally melt your computer screen, your phone will melt in your hand. <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's going to be a shit fest either way because because Dangerfield either gets suspended and people are like, oh, he's been the best player all year. Why isn't he in Brownlow contention? Let's let's just fuck around with the rest of the night and give Dustin Martin the medal now. Or all this happens, he gets off and people are like, okay, he's now been given a chance by the AFL. <sighs> So it's not going to be fun. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to make myself about five o'clock. <laughs> I just want it to get um, sorted so that I can just wholeheartedly jump on the dusty bandwagon. <laughs> I just want him, if, if, if Danger can't win it, I desperately want Dusty to win it. Just for the speech. The speech just will last for 35 <laughs> seconds. I want him to let me write the speech. Just get onto me, Dusty. Just let me know which journos you want to take a veiled swipe at. I'll write it. That's you, fine. You know what? You know what I'm looking forward to. Here's he's a really good scenario: Patrick Dangerfield getting suspended, polling 37 votes in the Brownlow, giving the medal to Dustin Martin, who has 36, breaking the legal record for most votes in a season, which Dangerfield knocked off last year, having to give him the medal. I'm so, a, oh my record, god, for, that would be amazing for a record-breaking season. That would be the funniest thing ever. After after losing this year's Brownlow on suspension, having to give the medal to the next next best place winner and Dustin Martin. <laughs> that would be a pisser. We'll find that out in the, next, in the next hour or so. You know he'll do it. He'll do a little Nah, they're going to they're gonna sweat on this. Like, obviously, this is a yeah. little bit delayed to our listeners, but they're going to wait on this. Mm. The Cats will, um, will challenge him if he gets a week. The Cats will challenge Well, that's They the, have to. That's the thing. Like, if it's two down to one, I mean, that's, that's what he cops. They have a round 21 game against Richmond, which I think is really crucial. Mm. 
Like, yeah, eminently like they're, 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 they're probably secured in a top two spot, but they lose to Richmond and it becomes significantly harder without Dangerfield. They're, their top two spot and potentially two home finals at Simmons Stadium really becomes under threat. Well, I hope he gets suspended because I'm off him. I know this annoys Rudy, but I'm off him. He's just too much. He's, he's Eddie everywhere, but he's you more than like Eddie. Him, he's more than Eddie. McGu- he's in every. He's literally in everything. Play the music. What's the music for the rant? <laughs> Here we go. The big fellas angry. <laughs> it's Rudy's rant. Uh-oh. This shits me. <laughs> This fucking shits me. It's everyone's quick to line up to kick Dangerfield in the head about all of this stuff. You know, oh, he's he's doing his uh, sponsored bits on Facebook with Joel Selwood, the behind two, you know, between two cats thing, and he's you know he's turning up to press conferences, making jokes and stuff. Oh, what a wanker! What a flog! We hate him now. Hang on a second. How often do you hear? Uh, that, you know, there's no personality in footy anymore. None of the players ever want to have a joke or a laugh or anything. Then a bloke turns around and starts doing it, and he gets cut down as a flog and a wanker and an idiot and a dill and a drongo. You can't have it both ways. Well, <laughs> you, either, you either get around Dangerfield doing stuff like that, or you want all your players to be Tom Scully-esque robots. You have to cho- choose one and stick with it. Yeah, credit to Kane Corns out of good yeah. four quarters and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I... <laughs> did well, you see? Did you see Kane Corns' studies? <laughs> he's got his volcano. own. Yeah, he's got his own segment on uh, his own little bit on the Sunday Footy Show. It's, it's it's not called the Barrel or whatever it is anymore. It's like their version of this. It's, uh, it's now called the, the Volcano. Oh, and it's no. got a little animation with a volcano with his head on top, and it goes perp like red and purple and explodes. Come on, Kane Corns. Come well, on, Kane. Corns. Well, you know what they're on about there. Well, <laughs> I would prefer that. Then watch Danger rip lame after lame shit jokes that no one's even laughing at at the press conference. Like that, he that, came in with a taped head, a fucking skeleton foot, and not even the media who suck who suck Dangerfield's dick on a weekly basis, daily basis, could laugh at his shitty jokes. Oh, look, he's that, that, that's, that's the thing. I love it when players show personality. That's why. Dane Swan was incredible. That's why the Clayton all the stuff this year has been great. That's that's the thing. Patrick Dangerfield is not funny. Heath Shaw is funny. I I, I love that he's trying. I I really do. And I actually, I I found that gag at Kane Corns during the press are really good. Only problem is he's not funny. Because he's a nerd. The thing was, um, the, 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 the gag was really, the, the gag is really that he'd come in that way, like all banged up and stuff. Like he just needed to leave the gag there. He was kept going on with a foot. That was bad. I know. But you can't keep hanging. You can't hang a bloke for trying to have have some fun. Listen, no, I told you. (laughs) I told you. It started with that weird surfing in a suit video last year, and it's been a downward spiral. And he deserves all the hate he's getting. (laughs) 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 Can I? Yeah, that that was pretty harsh. But uh, there's a video of him. Remember, I don't know if you've seen it. It's on YouTube when he is doing impersonations at the AFL PA Awards. Oh, and, no, and, he's, and he's doing um, his Bear Grylls impersonation, and it, it is, I almost threw up. Like, what? it is that just bad. drinking his own piss, wasn't it? It, it was, no, he, he tried you know, to do Bear Grylls, but Bear Grylls all of a sudden had an Australian accent, didn't uh, sound anything like Bear Grylls, and it is the lamest, and it goes on for like geez. three minutes. Well, I don't know. If you're doing, glad you if you're doing impressions in front of a footy crowd, you've got you know, three or four safe options. Like Dennis Cometti is one. Yeah. JB. Surely. Yeah, yeah, JB or, or Brian Taylor, mm. I suppose. Um, Ross Lyon. That's a pretty easy one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't really want to talk about Nick's knee. And, um, <laughs> Roaming Arazio. Yeah, and then what? Maybe Bruce 
you know, chuck yeah. in a yeah, special, Bruce. talk about cereal, and then bang. That's what? that's your four that's your four go to easy impressions. Get out of there. That's fine. Don't try and overextend with bear grills. But Jared and Jared Waitley's not going to throw you under the bus. So Paddy's gone. Yeah, you I can do a pretty pretty I, decent Jared as well. <laughs> <laughs> but see, so he would have gone to Jared. I can do a good impersonation. Throw to me do, to do a bear grills. And even Jared Waitley, you talk about robots. He is a robot, <laughs> but he was even feeling awkward up there. Yeah, and he's a massive Geelong fan too. So <laughs> <laughs> weird. Even that uh, stopped the swooning. So yeah. he gets one week, probably two weeks for that shit Bear Grylls uh, impersonation as well. Look it up on YouTube and have a bucket nearby because it's disgusting. <laughs> or don't. Um, so today we've uh, the news just broke as we're talking. Well, it broke this morning, but it's been confirmed as we've been recording this podcast that uh, St Kilda legend Nick Rewalt is hanging up the boots and. Um, it's just another one of a cavalcade of superstars retiring this year, isn't it? With this and the Les Murray news happening within an hour of each oh. other, I'm, I'm, it's been an emotional day for me. Mm. I'm, I genuinely love Nick Rewalt. Yeah, he's he is the player by which I assess other people's footy, uh, you know, uh, smarts. I suppose if anyone ever says to me that they don't like or they don't rate Nick Rewalt as a player, that's enough for me to disregard them as a footy, a source of footy. Knowledge. I, I thought, I've thought for, and I've said this for the last few years, that St Kilda turning shit after Ross Lyon left was a godsend for Nick Rewalt because he wasn't one of the most well-liked players, but then all of a sudden St Kilda weren't a threat anymore and everyone just realised how much of a good footballer and good bloke Rewalt is. And, and he, he just kept going, didn't he? He did. He had like a Rich esque um, ending to his career, really, because everyone just loves him. He can't do anything wrong. Mm. Yeah, he's just... Um, he's he's the golden boy in a lot of ways, and he always, he always was in a way. But the, yeah, once um the Saints were no longer relevant as a uh, you know as a, as a uh, as a force in mm. footy, it became a lot easier to like him. Um, I'll put this to you. So we've seen massive retirees this year. Who will the football world miss the most next season? I know it's like trying to pick your favourite child. So I'll give you the names: Sam Mitchell, Luke Hodge, Nick Rewell, Matthew Prittis, Joel Patful. Who's uh, <laughs> who's going to be missed the most? Joel Patful, clearly. <laughs> um, probably Rewalt. It has say. it has to be Rewalt. It can't like you know like Hodge and Mitchell are obviously stars, mm. but Rewalt is you know he's uh, he's a massive personality best, best, around the game. Or, yeah, right? yeah, best player of the three. Yeah, best player of the three. One of the best players. Full stop. One, like. Would you call him the best saint to ever play? Possibly. He'd be That's up there. Tough. Yeah. He'd Just be up there. Harvey. Robert um, Eddy. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew McQualter. <laughs> Troy Schwartz. Um, They've had some really um, good footballers. Xavier and Raphael Clark. Mm. I am also, I will say, I am legitimately quite sad about losing Matt Prudis. I really like him as a player. He, um, he was such a, he was such a great player. Um, but he did his best work when West Coast were awful. Remember those couple of years where they were yeah. awful? And he was, and he was still in there, you know, as a, just doing the, the yo, real yeoman's work, like really, really doing the hard stuff. And um, it's kind of fitting for Matty Prittis that his retirement comes, you know, you know, the same day as Sam Mitchell's just before Nick Rewalt's and means it just will get lost in the wash. But uh, he, you know, he's just as just as much a, 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 a fabric the, of the West Coast uh yeah, a fabric yeah. part of the fabric at West Coast. The sort of player who, um, the sort of player who won't get shown in the Brownlow highlights package of the retirees, despite having one one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I've said this before and I'll say it again. You can't be a Brownlow medalist and, and run a three out of ten. Like I said to you in the group chat, it's, <laughs> if you're he does everything, elite, he does everything like a brickie. He plays footy like a brickie. He's got a missus like a brickie. You know, he's yeah, he's a he's the, he's un, unassuming. Sorry to Mrs. Prittis out there. If you he, are, an no, elite, no, I'm, I know you. Like, we are saying this. I don't in know. Jest, I, of course. I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not commenting on the attractiveness of no. girlfriend. I don't know. I, I don't am. know what she looks like. Um, Turn, if, turning if, into the Daily Mail. If here. you are, uh, no, yeah, yeah, I don't know what she looks like, and I, it's not like me to objectify <laughs> women that way. No. Uh, I'm just leaning into the joke, but but, but I, yeah, I like Maddie Prittis and um, but he will be missed. Day. But I'll, mm. if, if you are an elite AFL player, you, you, you can't be running anything less than an eight. That's all I'm just going to leave. Let's move on. You can leave that into your own interpretation. We've got a bit of time back our sleeves. Uh, we had a bit of a fun chat before the uh, put it cast. So I'll ask you the question while we're recording. Some great games of footy were this weekend. Like, were played on the weekend. What was the worst game, you reckon? West Coast Brisbane. West Coast Brisbane. Yeah. Easily. Easy. Easily. Horrifying. It was just atrocious to watch, wasn't it? It was disgusting. Luckily for me, I missed the first half because I was still at the MCG just smashing pints at the Frank uh, Gray Smith. But, <laughs> but unluckily, you watched the second? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just, oh, just, they're just trying, to, uh, just trying to see if... Um, you can't do that. No. Just, you, can't, you can't turn the TV on the West Coast Brisbane and <laughs> assume you're going to enjoy they're yourself. They're just trying to get Josh Kennedy back up to the um, to, to the Coleman standard now, aren't they, basically? It was a training run for him. Speaking of the Coleman, Ben Brown, no one really is talking about him, but the kid's a freak. The flying hairdo. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I, we spoke about him last week, so that's a bit of a lie. And we yeah, spoke I about, spoke about him last week. We spoke about how he, he's Catch just up, mate. a bit awkward to look at. But geez, he's a good footballer, and he, he's running like sixty meters to kick oh, every. Oh, it, it was so funny when um, because because of all the wind at Bloodstone Arena in the um North Melbourne clash on on Saturday, um, mm. Ben Brown had a set shot in the third term. He was kicking with the wind. He marked it on fifty. So when he went back to his full run, he was genuinely 80, 90 meters out. Yeah. <laughs> It's ridiculous. And he nearly kicked it. But he does like, it, it every it, it, shot. It, 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 it sailed through. It copped a huge gust of wind, landed in the crowd. Mm. Like, that's how far it went. That's how crazy the wind was. Anyway. He nearly kicked it. <laughs> All right. Something we're looking forward to, just to wrap up the podcast, boys. What uh, what game are you looking forward to next week? Um, All of them. Well, I haven't looked. Oh, uh, Geelong, Sydney, Friday night. You know, you actually, you know, you know what the one game I am looking forward to? Fremantle, Gold Coast. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 let, let, let's go through them. Ge- Ge- Geelong, Sydney on Friday night. Yes. That's a, that's a cracker. That's a cracker. GWS, Melbourne. Big yeah, implications big on finals. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Essen and Carlton. Always, always a blockbuster. Always a shit fest down the bottom of the ladder. Good fun. Um, <laughs> Brisbane, Western Bulldogs. Yeah. Not so much. Brisbane are phoning it in now. Yeah, they had a lot of players out against uh, West Coast, though. They didn't take Eel. After last week, dogs kick 150. Um, North Collingwood? Yeah, that's a bit of a... I'm a Collingwood fan. That's a bit of a meh. That, that will not be fun when the scores are level with It's a bit of a meh game for me. as well. Etihad Stadium. Yuck. Um, some shit game in Perth. Um, St Kilda at West Coast? Again, big implications on mm-hmm. finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richmond Hawthorne game of the round, massive game of the round. Definitely. Well, both, game, both teams are in top actually, six. Game of the round, actually, game Adelaide of the round. Port. Yes, the showdown. The showdown. Leave your bananas at the door Incredibly because that's going to be sensational. <laughs> Eddie will be back from his appendicitis. You'd have to think. Jake Lever will probably be back. Uh, Brad Crouch will probably be back. Yeah, he'll mm. get up. So that's a huge game. I, I love the showdowns. The showdown. If you could go to it's either, a shame, Chad guys not playing. Actually, keep in mind you either got to go to Perth or Adelaide. Would you go rather go the, the Derby or the Showdown? Showdown, Showdown. Yeah, not even close. And sit among the Ports fan or Adelaide fans. Oh. Probably, probably try and climb up on top of the scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> the hill. You got to get on the hill. Rip, rip some flares. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, you got to get on the hill. We do. Um, it's awesome. Uh, that's it for the footy podcast this week. Uh, just before we go, really touching it before, Les Murray, sad, very sad news. So the, sad. Um, you know, one of the greatest sports journalists of history, Australian of history. Uh, yeah. Talk about the round game, but uh, we wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for Les. So, uh, yeah, pretty much was football. Mm. Was soccer. Sorry, him, him and Johnny won. Country. Nah, I think, I think yeah. we can call it fo- call football. Call it football. Yeah. Football. The way you said, the way you used to say Uwe, just so you see it shivers down my spine. Uwe Rosler. That's right. Uh, As always, you can uh, check us out, greenfootpost.com.au, Twitter and Facebook as well. We'll catch you next Monday.